Today, I have with me a young entrepreneur from Mumbai who runs her own sustainable and luxury skincare brand. And we've spoken about everything from women in business to the intricate process of soap making. This conversation has been so much fun. It was so raw and natural. I didn't want it to stop, but we had to. And I hope you can see how much fun we had together putting it for you. But that's for you to see. So stay tuned till the end of this very episode where we learn together how we can make small businesses sustainable from within. Here's episode 3 on the SGGS podcast starting right now. Hi everybody, Uh, welcome to another episode of Sephra's Green and Greener show where we try to decode simpler steps to sustainable living. I'm your host Sephra Abraham and I'm also the founder of Green India, your one-stop vegan shop. Today I'm joined by Feza, who is the founder of Bhatti & Co. Over to you, Feza. Hi guys, Uh, my name is Feza and I'm the founder of Bhatti & Co. Awesome. Okay, without wasting any more time, let's get into it. Um, What is Bhatti & Co and why that name? It's super unique, so I want to know the story behind it. Absolutely. So, um, to answer your first question, what is Bhatti & Co? Bhatti & Co is uh, essentially a brand which handcrafts vegan uh, skincare, bath, body and home fragrance products. Started about three years ago during pandemic, uh, like many other small businesses uh, which are, you know, mushrooming around us. Uh, and why the name Bhatti & Co is because uh, I'm, a, I'm a small town girl, I'm very desi at heart. And uh, but the exteriors are like very, you know, like, ha, okay, like, you know, we have kind of grown up in the world. We know the luxuries of the world. We enjoy the luxuries of the world. So I wanted to create something which, I mean, from a product's point of view, I wanted to create a product which is made with desi ingredients, but has the quality of your uber premium everyday luxury product. Uh, And I really wanted the name to show that, represent that. Uh, and batti essentially means uh, cake of soap. So it, it means sabun ki batti as we colloquially in Hindi we say that. So it's cake of soap. So because my first product was actually a, it was a melt and pour soap. It was almost like a crafty thing. Uh, so that's why, and I honestly never thought that range, this brand will ever have a second product. Yeah, but so hence, hence Bhatti & Co. I really love the name and it's very unique as I as I said earlier. Uh, but I think, you know, to understand the brand better and you better, I think we should go back to, you know, your roots. So why don't you take me through how you started your career and, you know, where did you go to college? Tell me more about yourself. Uh, so as I said, I'm a small town girl. I come from a city called Durg from Chhattisgarh, which used to be Madhya Pradesh before 2000 mm-hmm. uh, and I came here to Bombay to study I did I've done my bachelor's in mass media and um, yeah then I found a job started my career in advertising it's been after after working for about 12 years I quit advertising that is also because of Bhatti & Co <laughs> so we are, I had started Bhatti & Co in in almost like in tandem with my regular day job and uh, I was like torn because I love advertising I still do I miss it Uh, but you know I mean it was that you can't do two things and like not not wholeheartedly at least you can do you can do five things but not wholeheartedly so and the minute I felt that you know 
if I go in 100% in advertising, my brand suffers. And if I go 100% in my brand, my work suffers. That's why I decided, ki, okay, let's take the plunge. Lovely. So how long were you able to sort of sustain both? Two years. Two years. You made it sound like, you know, you, you, you did it for like two months and you're like, this is hard. Two years you did like, it's like two full-time jobs. That's super commendable. And I think... Uh, a good inspiration for all you entrepreneurs out there. You know, you can try to do two and then you have to, then you can make a choice, you know. But really, I think that's some like inspiring stuff right there. Okay, you told us you have soaps. We, we, we are confident of that. What are the, how many SKUs do you have in total? I think we, we, I think we have 42 SKUs right now. So it started with melt and pour soaps. Uh, very soon I realized it's great for crafts, but it's not, it's not going to benefit anybody's skin uh, if I'm going with that route in that route right uh, I wanted to create something even if it's for a hobby or it's like side business or side hustle or whatever it should it make some difference in someone's life right and Melton Bore is great for children to do crafts and you know have fun with it uh, so that's when I started learning soap making and I uh, there are Essentially, there are two types of natural soap making that happens. One is a hot process and the other one is cold process. Amongst both of them, cold process is considered the best way to make a soap, which is the most natural feeling. It will not harm your skin. It will not harm uh, anything. Like, you know, it will only give you natural benefits and nothing else. So I decided, okay, so first I understood which one's better, which is cold process. Then I started to kind of learn cold process soap making. I read like, I don't know how many books uh, about it. Right. Did you go, did you have any like professional training or are you like self-taught? No, I'm not self-taught. Uh, I've done a lot of courses. Some were uh, Australian courses, some were US-based uh, certified people who were, you know, kind of doing this online. So I've taken a lot of online courses. I've never traveled to kind of learn it or whatever but uh, pandemic business pandemic business so everything was online okay uh, so yeah then I learned how to make it and I failed so many times it's not even funny I have wasted a lot of material I've wasted a lot of money because that was everything was coming out of your pocket right so uh, but yeah after like I don't know how many I'm sure there must be at least 15 to 20 times when I failed I finally started to get the zone what what happened and it's very important to understand your ingredients and how they react right so and that, that's when you kind of understand what's going wrong so it was a very uh, very very minute process of kind of getting it right yeah. and till date it is one of the most difficult things to make so soaps yes the cold process soaps and even after now feeling very confident in the process and in the uh, recipes and all of that in the formulations it is a lot of like it takes a lot of time so even if I'm done making it today it will take four weeks to cure oh my god yeah because uh, it needs to like there's a lot of water content in it so the water needs to evaporate on a natural level you cannot put heat you cannot put them under sun it needs to naturally evaporate out of the soap and hence it becomes all lathery and it will give you the perfect texture and it will glide on your skin and all of that. That's, I mean, interesting. I had no idea it took four <laughs> weeks for a, for a soap. No you said you failed like 15, 20 times. So 
how long did that take so i'm assuming you started your courses like in the pandemic or was it slightly before no it was it was during pandemic so this entire thing actually started out like a weekend uh hobby thing uh i just wanted to do something which was not work and you know i mean we are so used to going out and partying and chilling with friends and going for coffees and this and that that suddenly when you are in those four walls you just don't know how to chill anymore okay and we were all working from home at the time i was like what to do <laughs> so i said okay uh, so bahut choti thi main tabhi i had learned candle making so i started with doing some candle stuff uh at home but i was like this is very boring this i understand ha you know why why kuch to different like something different that's when the melt and pour happened and i was like i made my own sabun that was that was your aha moment <laughs> so yeah then then uh, that's how it started from your soap to the 41 other skus that you mentioned that you made was there any like inspiration in terms of like someone you know gave you feedback are you made it so can you make this also can you make that also so how did that go so it honestly it's it's my family and my friends uh, who were so first everything was getting tested on me and then uh, once i was confident in the product used to go to them so they are all of them and i have a very very like very close circle of friends and family like literally all of them could be counted on these 10 finger so they and all are genuine people right and they give you good feedback honest feedback like no fazil this is not working or maybe you know you should try this or that so aise karte karte they were they i don't i don't think they were intending to but they were really involved in butti and co how sweet we were so lucky like it's it's that sure to get to have the support of your friends and family is the most no and i'm truly grateful sefra because i know and i'm seeing so many people around us all of us right it's very difficult to have this dependable circle and i think it's a blessing that i have so i, I that for sure i'm very very grateful for yeah. so people around me told me okay hey you know what okay uh okay, cold process soap you've done now why don't you add um candles to your uh, you know range yeah. because uh, because because uh, okay so i'll just go a step back and i'll tell you what happened was these soaps were little novelty soaps right so people were rather than buying it for themselves they were buying it to gift it to people yeah because it was just something new to kind of give it to somebody else then one of my friends said that you know if it's gifting then add a candle because mm. bath goes with nice home fragrances like a whole spa yeah and i was like but hey you know what that's not my vision yeah. i was at one product okay and i was talking about my vision but it is so it's cute yeah but but that's how you build you know you have to have a vision man yeah. so i was like no but you know uh it's a bath and body brand guys how how would i like no no we insist we insist and then one friend said then the other friend said and i was like fine let's do this and you already had the experience with candle making i kind of knew the basics of it right uh and candle making is also very very it's a very uh delicate science not a lot of people understand because it's so it it looks so crass and easy right ki oh garam kiya undela wick lagaya and done done you're done you're sorted you have a candle it's it's not that okay uh, anyway so that happened and then i realized no whatever i knew it was like a child it was like a hobby that i had understood so then i did a lot of candle making classes and courses to understand right temperatures and uh, right time to put the fragrance oil and all this there's a lot of nitty gritty 
uh, and I think I think the success is in the details, right? So you need to understand the details, how much of a time it takes. So that then came along candles, uh, then one of my like hot selling products is whipped soaps. That was going to be my next question. What are your best sellers? That is also a, a friend's uh, suggestion. So literally like I have, and you know what happens when, when I was doing, as you rightly said, I was technically doing two jobs for two years. I was so in my own head uh, that I could not had that like a broad vision of saying, okay, you know, now the next steps are to get this and this and that in the range. I was like, oh, very focused on how to sell this, right? So that's where these friends and family members and all of those guys came into the picture. And uh, yeah, they have all been involved and giving feedback and even suggesting what else can be done. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty awesome. So if you remember, when did you make your first sale to someone you didn't know? Like a, like a customer was like, and you know, they bought from you. I think uh, it was, I think about, so I, my first sale was technically the melt and pour soaps that I used to make. Which you started in March 2020, around that? That was around June. 2020. So, Batty & Co was born around first week of June sometime. Yeah. So, I mean, we branded it uh, in June. Obviously, it started, like my soft yeah. launch, ho gaya tha, yeah. but like officially we were like, we are June babies. So, um, yeah, so my first sale actually happened uh, with those melt and pour soaps. Okay. It was, it was not technically a friend sale, but one of my really old friends from my college. So when I was posting these things and it was really colorful. So melt and pour actually gives you bright colors because you use artificial colors in that. Okay. How much of a skin safe they are? They're artificial. Yeah. Let's, let's just call them whatever they are, right? Yeah. So, uh, and they used to look like bright and I used to do those tie and dye colors and designs and all of that. So I think he must have shown it to his dad and his dad is like a super, super soap bath body fanatic. Okay. So uh, his dad called me one day, like I'm, 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 I'm your friend's father and you know, he showed me this. I want to order. He ordered like some 12, 10, 12 pieces in one go. He's like, I'm going to gift it. So it was, I think some somebody's some function at home or whatever so yeah that was that was the time i was like oh mujhe dabbe bhi kharidne kyunki agar main kisi ko 12 pieces de rahi hu to how will i give it to them yeah theli <laughs> so yeah i mean but it's it's like it's all a journey right you do a then you're like oh my god what about b c d what do i do what do i do it's like you're perpetually in anxiety okay and i was assuming at that time when you started like did you have a team no, just you, right? It was just me. So you have to be like the, to be the marketing, you have to be the operation, you have to be the HR, you have to be everything basically. Content creation to production to packaging to like everything. Yeah, I think only the only thing that I have not been involved in is my uh, branding. That was so I have like my best friend who is now in US, uh, but uh, so her name's Nandini and yeah. she's a super. Uh, art director mm. comes from the same field that we all come from me Miles men and all so and she she volunteers like hey I'll give na like, like she also thought as a hobby I'll make one uh, nice logo for her and yeah. do some branding and that's the 
same logo that we use till today and everybody loves it and yeah your branding is really fab thank you i will convey that to nandini <laughs> we we can get in touch with nandini yeah soon uh but yeah shout out to nandini hope you're watching this uh, your friend loves you and your your work is great um okay getting back into uh, you know your your soaps and your products in general so i have two questions now how are the different process wise i think you've given us a little bit of context of course you know in terms of the cold processing am i saying it right cold process correct cold process so any other processes on the back end of the operational part of it that are different than your conventional brands that you get in a supermarket and the second part is on your consumer end like you know how how is it perceived and how is it marketed to be different from your regular store bought soap so um the back end the making of it uh is absolutely different uh as i said cold process takes a lot of time right, right? uh if you are a if you are in hul you you don't have that time a that so that's one difference the second difference is ingredients uh if you want to be a masi brand you need to be in the masi bracket of and don't take me wrong i'm not using the word masi in any kind of negative connotation but just the way like it works out for a larger population the price range needs to be affordable and rather rather than affordable it should be easily affordable one is affordable which is kind of aspirational zone ki okay oh it's 200 200 is fine yeah you know for like fun but the minute it becomes 400 it's no more fun yeah right it's no more even in the affordable zone but when you sell uh, a regular any other brand commercial soap how much ever the coat that they have natural ingredients in it or a drop of milk or a drop of honey or this or that the first of all they cannot use natural ingredients because uh, the shelf lives of these products are so high uh years and years like at least bare minimum 2 years if i'm not wrong commercial soaps so they can't use natural uh, uh ingredients and even if they do then they have to mask it with very heavy chemical preservatives okay and natural ingredients are expensive so another reason they cannot afford it in their 80 rupees soap yeah so what they do is they create th- there are different uh, companies who are into the business of creating extracts right so kisi ke dry extracts hote hain kisi ke liquid extracts hote hain they use like a tiny drop of that extract okay trust me it's not doing anything to your skin got it it's just for the smell no it's just for the tick mark oh okay, ye ingredient hai you can have a 0.001% of honey in that soap but it can still be put into the ingredient list Okay and that's what sells that's what sells got it got it got it so all your jojoba oils and onion and this and that oh no trust me there's nothing in there like not at least in the commercial ones even if there is it, the percentage of it is so minuscule it's it's not it's not going to do anything for you yeah so in so natural ingredients then are obviously the crux of your brand they are they are so what are the main natural ingredients that are going in from the process making part of things so cold process soap if you ask me uh majority of our ingredients are like your um oils and butters so vegetable oils and butters so when i say vegetable it's not like sunflower oil it's 
or groundnut oil which can also be used and they are amazing for your skin because they restore your natural uh, moisture and all of that but we don't use them we use a little bit higher end uh, oils like argan oil avocado oil avocado butter shea butter uh, cocoa butter so these are amazing ingredients which so much natural um, benefits uh, that you know i mean there is a reason right when we see vaseline ka dabba with a cocoa butter ka sign on it we like ha chalo this is better for winters because it is cocoa butter is is amazing for dry skin so we use these kind of ingredients in our soaps <clears throat> there was a time when i used to use uh, added color now we have even moved away from the added color though although they were all very skin safe certified colors just trying to be as much natural as i can like we are we have almost achieved 95% of natural ingredient wow i think that's a big number for you know for any like especially a small business to achieve that it's very difficult sephra because it's first of all in, it's incrementally expensive like the more uh the the higher the quality of ingredients the more expensive they are of course right and because i'm a small business and i'm not doing mass production in a factory unit yeah. i don't get the bulk discount so i'm i'm paying a lot yeah keeping my uh, margins as low as possible because my only intent is to just put this nice looking interesting looking and skin loving products out there So, like, if you ask me, whipped soap, whipped soap, me, uh, we put sweet almond oil, we put shea butter. So, some of them have shea butter, some don't. Uh, we try to color them with clays. Like, I have this one of the green, uh, green and white one, which the, so the green color is with uh, glacial marine clay. Now, glacial marine clay is a is one of the rarest clays, comes from the glaciers. Okay. Right. Uh, I have a very nice bright yellow uh, whipped soap. So, the yellow comes from turmeric. So we try to use as many natural colorants as possible. And how easy or difficult I would say in this regard is it to source all of these ingredients? So it's it's uh I, I mean it's not that difficult. Okay. Okay. Uh it's just the the expense angle that is is uh, there. Uh but mil to sab jata hai yaar matlab we are India. So yeah. India mein hi ye sari cheeze hoti hain yeah. all of that. Ha jaise glacial marine clay wo bhi mil raha hai. Okay. लेकिन वो एक्सपेंसिव होता बट ऑल ऑफ दीज थिंग्स आर मैन्युफैक्चर्ड इन इंडिया और इज इट लाइक इंपोर्टेड फ्रॉम सो सम सम रॉ मटेरियल्स मे बी इंपोर्टेड फ्रॉम सम अदर कंट्रीज लाइक माय आई हैव दिस इंग्रेडिएंट दिस क्ले कॉल्ड रसूल रेड क्ले इट्स अ मोरोक्कन क्ले सम श्योर इट डज नॉट कम फ्रॉम इंडिया बट इट्स इट्स रॉ मटेरियल्स कम to india and then they process it in india so it's not just packaging in india it's processing and packing in india got it got it makes that kind of makes sense and what about your uh, you know you also mentioned i think avocado oil right so is that also similar matlab is it like made here made so uh, the so avoc- all my oils are generally made here only because that's what i at least know from my vendors that it's processed and created here okay great so i mean that's awesome you have like you know you have clarity uh, in your supply chain which is also like a very big deal especially when you're trying to you know it it just ingredients being vegan is one thing but knowing where your ingredients are coming from is it good is it bad is also something so kudos that you've done you've done it on both ends yeah you know no thank you so much ever for pointing that out but, but that's the thing right if you don't know where your ingredients are coming from you don't know the authenticness of it you don't know the credibility of the 
ingredient and then how can you put it in your product which is going to be on somebody's skin if i don't know that then i cannot ask you to buy it correct right so you're like you're fully out there with like complete transparency and complete like you know everything you know your stuff at least whatever i know i, I put it out there so faiza going back to something you said you know that all your ingredients are 100% vegan and you really wanted your products to be vegan so the question arises are you personally plant based no i'm not okay i mean of course there's no we we don't you know want you to be plant based or not that's not a question at all so any reason then why you wanted your products to be 100% vegan uh, okay so couple of reasons uh, and i will be like superbly honest with you i started with reason number 1 and then i kind of understood the reason number 2 while being in that space right so first things first came to my mind is like okay great yes nani ne bataya tha ki kachcha doodh lagane se shakal sundar dikhti hai glow karta hai ye wo but zarurat nahi hai okay like great skin care great baths and body products great candles ideally you don't need animal based products right there are enough and more plant based products extracts uh in different formats available like honestly you don't need it and the second reason is uh while being in this space i realized that some of the plant based ingredients are actually better and more effective than the animal based ingredients so you use your body as like the trial uh tooling tool for this yeah no so i mean no this was one of the things i actually learned from uh one of my books that i was just kind of you know uh, reading while learning about all these things so it was all about how uh how we think that goat's milk is amazing for our skin honey makes you glow and all of that all of that can be achieved and in a more effective way right with plant based ingredients you don't have to bother the bees or the goats or anything like it's 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 not necessary i'm happy i'm so happy to hear that so for someone who's advocating or wanting to use goat's milk as you just mentioned what would be the perfect substitute and what can we find at butty and co that would work so there is there is no substitute i i cannot i cannot give you or at least probably i don't know okay. that uh, that there is a oh this these same structure same chemical structure is here also no i i don't know probably uh, but there are enough and more things as options uh, that you can use to achieve one feature okay like for example if you're saying goat's milk work really well right on the dry skin and all because it gives you a lot of moisture there are other numerous ingredients like as i said shea butter cocoa butter avocado butter any kind of butters any kind of clays are generally thought about as an oily skin person's best friend right clays are magical elements so if you have extremely oily skin they will absorb the excess oil from you but if you have really dry skin they will give you some moisture okay so they are natural humectants glycerin so vegetable glycerin is an another humectant so mat karo yaar use it's fine there's like enough and more things that you can use right. in combination to create an effect a desired effect on your skin yeah humectant that's a that's a new word and a new learning for me today uh i'm along with a lot of things you said but humectant is a definitely a word that's going to stick in my mind which i i love so uh faiza we spoke a little bit about the you know the 
process part of making a commercially available soap versus butty and co what about the difference to the consumers you know how do i benefit from using a butty and co versus a store bought soap if i can yes yes absolutely you can uh, okay so there there are pros and cons of it right uh, the pros are essentially the ingredients because the commercial soap ingredients are a not natural uh, b very heavy on chemicals and preservatives and all those things and a lot of these soaps uh, they, they have uh, carcinogenic elements to them so what happens is everything that you put on your skin the pores that we have they absorb it little 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 portions of it get absorbed but over the period of our entire life so many soaps so many like numerous shampoos and soaps and creams are going inside it you know when we put the cream and we're like oh wow so nice it's absorbed you have no idea what just got absorbed in your skin right right so uh so that is one of the major key differences in using something which is made naturally or handcrafted or has a smaller shelf life right people always get scared and like are yaar ye to saal bhar mein expire ho jayega no mahine mein expire ho jayega it's a good thing guys it's not a showpiece that needs to be like you know on on your shelf for the rest of your life uh so that's the actual benefits of it so that's the pro of using a natural uh, ingredient based skincare right. bath and body product or whatever the con is the cost of it the price of it yeah. right so the cost that i incur in making it and the price at which you're buying it yeah. both are high right so uh i mean all literally all of us all small businesses who are creating who are in the product side of the business and on the service side of the business we incur the small batch cost right uh because we have to create small batches so we we cannot buy uh very large quantities of our ingredients the raw materials so and you're doing it on your own and you don't have like huge as uh, you know machinery set up and all of that that's the cost that you incur now where will that cost get recovered from because end of the day hey sorry how much ever nice i want to be to nature i am here to do business so my money at least needs to come back to me even if i i decide to keep my margin as low as possible as low as possible right some of us keep 5% some of keep 10% 15% depends people to people person to person and uh, business to business but jab main apna soap bahar jaake bechti hu aur aap unaware insaan ho who is not in the know how of and there are a lot of us i was one of uh, unaware people 3 4 years ago so when i go and i say wo थ्री हंड्रेड रुपीज़ का सोप और फोर हंड्रेड रुपीज़ का सोप लाइक वॉट दैट्स लाइक माई फोर मंथस का सोप बजट ओके दैट्स अ लॉट बट जस्ट थिंक अबाउट इट टू अवॉइड सम रियली स्ट्रेसफुल सिचुएशन मेडिकल सिचुएशन और स्किन इरीटेशन एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट राइट ड्राई स्किन हो गई है मतलब हम हमारे देश में ड्राई स्किन कैसे होती है राइट टेक्निकली नहीं होनी चाहिए with the amount of humidity heat and all of that nahi ho sakti unless you are like living really up north jahan pe thand hoti hai but hamare desh mein hum bombay mein rehne wale logo ko bhi dry skin hai uh, there are so many new and like very common cases of eczema and uh, skin uh, irritations and all of that and now it has become very common ek time tha logo ko eczema ho gaya na bahut badi baat hoti thi aajkal nahi hai kyunki wo itna common ho rakha hai these are all the all the uh, consequences of using things which are not natural 
I'm not saying it will always result in this, but there is a very high chance that it will. So natural ingredients are better for you for the long run. But I mean, that being said, yeah, I totally understand that uh, the cost is a big, you know, barrier for a lot of people. But hopefully, you know, I, I mean, similar in the vegan space, like a lot of people have the misconception that veganism is such an expensive way of life. When in fact that what is actually expensive is the ultra processed stuff. Like, you know, if you look at a at a vegan cheese or a mock meat or something that it is associated with a little bit of luxury. But your your day-to-day dal, dal chawal or your, you know, you, whatever you eat on a daily basis is actually inherently vegan. But it gets a bad rep for that and totally understandably so. So it should be seen as not something to be consumed every day like your processed stuff, but as a luxury of some, yeah. right? So I, on one hand, I get it. And also raw materials, you completely have me there. I complete agreement. So until that balance is not reached, we as as manufacturers, it's very difficult. No, like it's it's as like how your EVs, your electric vehicles are definitely more expensive than your petrol vehicles. Right. So unfortunately, in the world that we live in and the way things work, yeah. the demand, the supply, the economy of and all of that, it's just the way it is that anything that's sustainable, anything that's good for the environment is not mass produced and hence it is sustainable and because it's not mass produced, it is not as cheap as mass produced things. So it's that vicious circle that unfortunately we are like kind of stuck in but I I just urge people who can, please do that. Like, you know, take that step. Let go of that uh, one little thing that you can from your lifestyle which is not directly a affecting you if you don't use that it's not affecting you yeah. right it's probably as interesting to look at uh, like my one of my main uh, motivations to be colorful in my natural stuff was that you know we have seen so many other brands I don't want to name a lot of them right now but there's so many other brands who have been doing natural soaps and this and that but uh, they look ugly yeah like I don't want to pick it up how much of it they are nice to use, I don't want to pick them up. And that was one thing that was like super clear to me from day zero that whatever I will make, cool lagega. Okay? Because, so I'm also, we, we, we kind of uh, position our brand as uh, everyday luxury. Okay? So it is something that you can buy. It's not something which is, I birthday You know, it's not that. But, Yes, for a, for a very large sect of our audience, probably we are little in that aspirational zone. But I want us to be there. because And not because of the pricing, but because of the way it looks and because of the benefits and all of that, right? You should be wanting to buy my products. You should not be buying it because it's safe. Maybe, yes, I am safe. My, brands, my brand and my product is safe for you and for your skin, but... It's also superbly beneficial and it looks cool, yeah? Why the fuck not? Yeah, you should buy not when, buy only one when you can do both. Yeah. I, I, I like that. So, um, you know, we've also done a lot of research about Bhatti and Go, your scopes, your journey. So you talk also a lot about customization. So that's something that is very interesting. So how can you take us through that? How can your soaps be customizable? Yeah, we, we live in India, right? We have a large country with, with a very, very intense population. We have different skin types. We have different climatic conditions. We have like four different climatic conditions in one country. Yaar. Matlab, it's just, it's it's not funny, right? It's, it's the reality that our country lives in. 
So different skin types, different wants, desires, requirements, and all of that. So and I'm I'm not a mass produced brand. So I'm not going to say ki main ye char sabun banati hu sab khareed right? I am your everyday luxury. So what luxury means is it's 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 fitted to your wants and desires and likings. So tomorrow, if you say, "Faiza, okay, uh, you know, I love your body butter, but just like you know, can you, can I have something which is fragrance free?" Mm. It can be done. Why not? Got it. You want to remove a certain uh, additional, at least the additional uh, ingredients can be moved around. Uh, not a lot of base ingredients can be moved around, um, but I'm and I'm always happy to even talk to people and understand their issues, their problems. I've a lot of people who some of my like regular customers are there who are either allergic to colors or fragrances or you know different different issues they have like i have a customer who um who has traveled the world and has tried all kinds of soaps and whipped soaps and liquid body washes and everything she knows everything she for her whipped soap is not a novelty item mm. But she's like, you know, it's never worked for me. It's, my skin is super dry, and uh, she gets a lot of allergic reactions. And she's like, I said, try it. So one day we we got to chatting on DM, and absolutely, this is a stranger, right? It has nothing to do with any kind of friendship, connection, references, anything. And she just started chatting, and I told her, let me just make something and give it to you. So I made her a haldi uh, whipped soap, which is Sans fragrance, and we doubled up the amount of almond oil. So it's extra moisturizing for her, uh, and I think it's been eight months now. Every month on a certain date, she messages me, "Faiza, repeat," and I'm like, "Okay." And that's all, right? She knows what she wants, and she's 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 liking it. She clearly she's she knows it's suiting her. And that must be a huge deal because she you said she's traveled all over the world and not found a match. So that's awesome that you created. You know, with with a simple thing, you're like, "Let me try." And your experiment worked for her, so that definitely something you should talk about more. So more people will be like, "Let me message this girl who's going to make me a a customized soap. I would love it." But uh, yeah, good you told me. Let's uh, let's catch up after this uh, podcast. Okay, so now getting a little bit more into the business business aspect of things because we do want to definitely talk about that. So a, you said you don't have the big machinery. You don't have the mass production and you know all of those deadlines and crazy things so where where is your soap getting manufactured as of right now it's at my home slow true entrepreneur i love it i mean we are in mumbai yaar the space is not cheap yeah tell me about it my my baby your green was also started from home we were selling yeah we were selling products yeah my house was at one point a, a mini like I can't even use the word supermarket. It was like a it's it's warehouse. It's supermarket. It's everything. People were coming to shop at my house. They were like, "Arey wow!" I converted my study table into <laughs> like some few shelves. I was like, you know, I will use this also. But that is so cool, though. You know, the long shelf like products. I was like storing in suitcases under my bed also. I was like, "Sab jagah utilize hoga." Until I think my parents were like. Nikal, nikal, pass ho gaya. I was like, okay, 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 and then you know, by everything that everything happened well enough for us to then move out. But yes, it is a, it's a, it's a journey, and I guess it's, it's a good. I mean, it's a, you learn a lot. Yeah, yeah. I take, I take pride in that. Like, 
uh, we, we uh, I mean, we try to manage the mess as much as possible, but it's not possible, uh, you know. So the only people who visit my home, yeah. they are the ones who are okay and they understand where I am right now in my life because I cannot be doing like socializing and getting 10 people like, hi, let's have high tea or let's have cocktails. I can't do that because my home's a mess most but of the time. Your home must be smelling amazing. It does. I invite me. I'll come. I'll come. I'm okay with the mess. And yeah, you you are you're familiar with the mess. Yeah, and that too, not good smelling mess, man. Like you do not want to be dealing with the smell of cartons. It's the worst smell ever. It smells so bad because I, yeah, it it really does. Imagine that smell. And I was entertaining people because I am shameless. But yeah, but no, no, no. I I'm and all jokes aside, please invite. I will. You you are openly invited. So that everybody here understands that you are invited. Yes, I am damn excited about this. You know, it's it's messy. But yes, we have started from there. Uh, it started out of my kitchen. Then it took another shelf. Then it took another shelf. Then we actually got like customized wardrobes made. So that my raw materials could get stocked in. Because they come in canisters. And uh, you know, those 5-5 five, five liters come buckets. And all of those things. So it needs space. Uh, then there are cardboards, the boxes, uh packaging materials so your honeycomb wraps and all of those things they yeah. come in so all of those things do take a lot of space so when you're when you're you know deciding to do a business to start something of your own it not just takes a hundred percent space in your mind it takes hundred percent space of everything that you own everything and you got to be okay with that because that is the most I think it's physically frustrating after a point of time and for the people around you, I mean, really big kudos to, you know, people who have uh, lived with us with our, in our, in our you know, this mess, as you said. But uh, yeah, shout out to your, shout out to Faiza's husband. Yes, please. <laughs> and my parents kidding, I love you, I love you. Uh, but yeah, okay, so back to business, right? So you mentioned honeycomb wrap, which I'm very interested in knowing more about. So is the packaging along with the natural ingredients you said you're at 95 i know you're aiming for more as much as you can uh do you also have sustainable packaging going out with your so right now uh yes so uh right now everything that we are even right from our primary packaging to our secondary packaging to our uh you know the fillers and everything everything is uh sustainable it's plastic free and all of that uh unfortunately though and this this breaks my heart okay I am moving towards uh, reusable plastic okay. as containers. Baki sub will remain uh, sustainable and environment friendly. But the immediate containers, which the product jata hai. The one I bought was glass. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's so, oh my God, it smells so good. You liked it? Yeah, I loved it. Superb. So, yeah, I mean, I'm moving towards that. And trust me, it kills me. Uh, how much of a reusable is that? I, I get that I'm trying to be as cautious even on that route. But uh, unfortunately, as again, it, everything comes back to the cost. Right? So you have to kind of maintain a balance. Because for me, what's more important? The product or the packaging? <laughs> is it that one who... You know, and I come from advertising, so I actually feel that both are equally important. Yeah. What goes inside is as important as what's outside because what's outside is the only thing that gets seen by the people. Yeah. But, and there's a huge but in that, right? Because I, I'm incurring thrice the cost 
not just in buying and purchasing uh, the containers, but to even ship it. Mm-hmm. I'm shipping it across the country. Yeah. I I'm paying thrice the amount of shipping charges for breakages and just like it gets heavy, you know, glass is heavier than plastic. And what happens is eventually what's it's stopping me to give my consumers more value for their money. So if I'm selling a 70 gram at 600, I could actually sell double the amount at probably just like 100, 100, 200 bucks more. So I'm just like, yeah. it's a very difficult situation for me to be in, uh, but my products are never going to be compromised. So I figured out what's my bottom line. My bottom line is my product. Because end of the day, my skin will not product on your skin. I mean, you, you have to make your choices at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, they are difficult ones, but you have to, right? You cannot, like, it's it's like advertising or a bitty. You have to choose one at the end of the day. True. And I'm, I'm glad we're, you know, we have this platform to discuss that also. So, thanks. But, and yours hoping that, you know, in the future, there reaches, that Bhatti and Co reaches such a stage where, you know, you can always start off with a small range of, you know, eco, like completely eco-friendly, zero waste and then... That's the hope and the dream that till the time, uh, you know, we are we are still uh, on the NPNLs and, you know, we're trying to figure things and kind of going out there more. <clears throat> and uh, we are not minting money yet. We are not uh, in the green yet, right? So... Um, Till that time, we'll do that compromise. And this is something that, you know, me and my... Uh, so I also have a business partner who's also a friend, who's also the girl who actually asked me to make whipped soap. So uh, we have kind of... This is a pact between us, like, kuch sal. Okay. okay, so like till the time we reach there. And once we are there, we'll go back to sustainability. So uh, I think the next question that I have is in the challenges of, you know, not just a small business, but also being a, being a woman in business. So... I, maybe challenges is the wrong thing. Maybe like a like a learning or you know uh, an opportunity, whatever we want to call it right now. So, how has your experience been with being a small business? Let's start with that first. Okay, honestly, being a woman is a challenge itself. Okay, okay. Uh, and regardless of the country, regardless of the culture, regardless of the religion. Uh, financial strata whatever wherever you are if you're a woman it's a challenge in itself right uh, so there are different challenges yeah I mean right from when I was working uh, in a service industry even then I faced challenges when I'm working as an entrepreneur as a small business owner there are a lot of challenges like uh, take us through even your advertising what, what were the challenges you faced there I think the challenges were very similar okay uh, I mean little bit of uh, you know the the gender imbalance in the payouts, which are the truth of any industry, right. most in most of the countries, is still there. Mm. Okay, so unless you have a very hardcore voice, nobody's even bothered to, you know, even see that difference. Even if you have that hardcore voice and you talk about it and make a mess out of it, then they'll be like, kitna kich kich kar rahi hai. you know, yeah. a man wouldn't do that. But a man doesn't have to do that. That's the beauty of it, right? But regardless, I'm sure there are some men also who are being underpaid and some women also take a little bit of more advantage. So unfortunately, there are, you know, both kinds of uh, angles to that. But in entrepreneurship and even then uh, in service industry, sometimes I've, I've come across men whom, let's say, if I'm sitting here 
me and if my husband is sitting or let's say in service uh, times when if let's say my boss is sitting and he's a male or even if my junior is sitting doesn't matter they will look at the guy and talk i will ask the question but the response will go to the guy oh it's frustrating you know and i'm like hmm okay <laughs> what can you do yeah. like you can you can ask them once twice oh you know like i'm asking why don't you look at me beyond that it's like you how far do you stretch <laughs> i had another question you know on on this regard itself so on your instagram or you know emails or whatever when people don't know your gender okay they don't know who they are talking to do they address how do they say like you know like hello or hi or is it like dear ma'am dear sir do they automatically assume a gender or how do they address your business or you so uh, and this happens more on emails right uh, because instagram pe hamari shakal dikh jati hai kahin na kahin koi na koi post pe so people understand that it's a girl uh, running it but uh, generally on emails this happens and unfortunately with my name because it's it's very similar to faizan and my name is faiza yeah. so people generally assume i'm a he okay so they most of the times if it's a stranger uh, emailing it to me like about something some new offer or some commercial somewhere it'll always be like uh, dear sir hi sir hope you're doing well i'm like okay cool no problem bro <laughs> i'm cool with it it's fine you can call me sir ma'am whatever you want to do yeah but i don't know i found it so annoying because on instagram like our team green the green page right i mean yeah we don't have that many like faces on it but the first message like at least 80% of our dm start with dear sir and i'm shocked it's like they they think that only men work and my name to leave it no one a to no one can pronounce it i can i can relate with you and i'm really okay with that and people they, they can't assume any gender so it just becomes dear sefra sir <laughs> I am okay with that. I mean, okay, like you know, I mean, I'm not okay with it, but I'm just like, yeah. I mean, you just let it go, yeah. I worst part is on the phone, and because my I have a very deep voice. I love your voice. Though. I get addressed as sir, picking up the phone also. So I am like on three levels of oh my god, like I then I have to like I'll say I'll you know I'll take it the first time, then after two three sentences, and they're still saying so. I'm like oh my god, like I'm like we saw you. I'm like my ma'am, me name, मुझे नाम से please call me by name. so then they're like oh my god oh my god so sorry nahi pata but i still haven't understood why is everything always addressed as dear sir any business it at least dear slash ma'am to dalo ya slash kuch team to dalo like put a gender neutral thing how about not saying sir or ma'am just say hi yeah but wo hi hello ka itna concept nahi hai na especially with the older generations they they are very fixated on addressing also there is this dear dear is very important for some reason very important and like we were taught in school na the your the your formal way of writing letter has to have dear letter writing ab ho gaya matlab i don't know how many decades ago we have written letters people are in that zone no i get it i get it but yeah the, this is a very normal uh, problem yeah i don't know i don't even know how to see the future where it stops and it's a women also when women are also addressing emails dear sir i am shocked i'm like okay you know you keep thinking and theek hai men are okay but women are also doing it then to matlab what what does one think like i don't know it's a it's a question mark no it is i mean see uh, now we are in a in a day and age where uh, we are understanding and being aware of different genders and different ways the pronouns and all of those things right agar hum wahan pahunch rahe hain to hum yahan se kyun aage nahi badh rahe that's my problem like at least let's all move there no why is it this selective moving ahead 
क्योंकि प्रोनाउंस आर इम्पॉर्टेंट टू ऑल ऑफ अस रिगार्डलेस ऑफ आर जेंडर सो यू हैव टू यू हैव इफ इफ यू आर नॉट श्योर प्लीज आस्क आई थिंक द थिंग इज वी नीड टू मेक इट वी एज इन नॉट जस्ट यू एन आई मी बी बट लाइक ऑल ऑफ अस नीड टू नॉर्मलाइज आस्किंग यू नो आस्क लाइक सेफरा वॉट इज योर प्रोनाउन हाउ वुड यू लाइक टू बी हाउ वुड यू लाइक टू बी अड्रेसिंग इट्स सो ईजी it's so easy but we just feel so awkward in asking these questions we i don't think we will be trained to be very out there we are not we are not as as a culture as as uh, a culture the country does not uh, we are not confrontational people right jo samajh rahe ho samajh lo sab theek hai you know and then we are also taught to be like if people make a mistake just let it go yeah so i think hopefully um now hoga i think yeah i have tried to correct i have been kind do correct i'm also a little outspoken in these things but there are sometimes that i'm very tired i'm just like then yeah 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 you are like like haan theek hai yaar kaam ki baat kar de bata de kya chahiye tujhe you know but uh, hopefully people who are listening to this please you don't have to say dear sir all the time or dear ma'am just say hello we love hellos okay um so yeah we were talking about you know challenges uh, so anything on the entrepreneurial front that you know you could speak about that would really like maybe help a like an a fellow entrepreneur who's struggling so anything that you felt in your especially in your first one two years those are the biggest i to me personally are the biggest years of struggle so anything there that you face and you remember that yeah everything is a challenge yeah, when you're an entrepreneur like right from uh सामान कहाँ रखे से लेकर के पैसे कहाँ से लाएँ से लेकर के इफ़ यू हैव इफ़ यू ऑलरेडी आर इन अ जॉब देन यू नीड टू फिगर आउट हाउ डू यू बैलेंस इट आउट इफ़ यू हैव चिल्ड्रेन देन यू आर ट्राइंग टू फिगर आउट हाउ टू मैनेज देयर लाइफ अलॉन्ग विथ योर न्यू फाउंड इंटरेस्ट और बिजनेस और एवर देर आर चैलेंजेस वैन योर फैमिली मेम्बर्स विल नॉट थिंक इट्स अ बिजनेस दे थिंक इट्स एन इंटरेस्ट इट्स अ हॉबी एंड एंड दैट हर्ट्स मोर देन पैसे का प्रॉब्लम और जगह का प्रॉब्लम राइट so you will face a lot of these things yeah but like you got to move on <laughs> these things don't matter like you need to keep pushing through i think it's just for an entrepreneur it's an it's a, it's a even if it becomes a highly profitable business like uh, inshallah green becomes a highly profit- profitable business you will still be like oh my god this is my child you will still be like aur kya kar sakte hain guys aur badhao aur badhao aur badhao right Uh, how can we make our products better why don't we start something of our own or what this and that right so you constantly like in overdrive you'll always be in overdrive and you'll always face a lot of restrictions a lot of hurdles hoga hi you have to find solutions you cannot get there are bad days i will not even sugarcoat it i will not even lie about it there are bad days when you like what the fuck have i done with my life but i think it's part of the journey yeah. and it's okay to feel guilt or remorse or any feeling that you're going through embrace it it's fine to be angry it's fine to be aggressive it's okay to feel sad or feel a regret about some decisions or whatever uh because it's you're learning you're constantly you are evolving if you are an entrepreneur if you are a small business owner you are evolving at at least 10x speed than anybody else around you you are learning way too many things way too fast and i think that's fucking commendable it is because you know you know it's and that there is a thrill yeah like hote there are days jab nahi bikta saman it's okay 
and then there are days when you're like oh my god i need four more hands yeah. uh, but that's such a i think you brought up a very beautiful point which i maybe i've never thought about myself it's embracing your emotions because people tend to you know overlook it are so you reach a point where you're like acha two months you're like you know you're struggling you're working hard and you you don't like, you you forget your emotions you're like leave it yaar i have a goal karna hai and then it's like a pressure cooker building up you know and then on that that second month and one day you're like chhodna hi hai yaar and people sometimes give in to that so to be able to embrace your emotions and give yourself you need a break take that one day be angry be sad be whatever and then to learn to come back to you know okay this is still my baby still my business ki karna hi hai yaar so i i really love that point and it is a very big challenge so that's so, why you know when I, when i say that you got to move on from uh, certain uh, bad days or restrictions or hurdles i i don't mean ki forget about them yeah like look at them in the in in like look them in the eye look at it how it's burdening you try to figure out a solution if you can if you possibly can because most of the times you possibly can uh and uh, if you can't then try something else it's okay let it be let it simmer for a bit and whatever it's making you feel go through those emotions because you cannot it's it's i might get publicly shamed for this but it's like being a mother right your child will aggravate you your child will frustrate you it will give you happiness and love some days uh and you will feel like oh my god mother being a mother is tough right but you don't give that up then how can you give this up right i would you be publicly shamed for no i mean no, nobody likes nobody likes to compare their child with anything else I, you know and i i would i would totally get that feeling but i'm just trying to give a flip side to it where that has also come from you the child this has also come from you just different body parts <laughs> you know <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it's true i feel like one more thing um i don't know if you face this in your business but a challenge is asking for help so i now <clears throat> the more i talk to people the more i wonder is it an intrinsic like you know or maybe society has molded women to not think of asking for help as one of the first even five solutions that pop into their head or is it uh, you know an entrepreneurial thing of like chhod yaar i'll just figure out a to z by myself without asking for help so i don't know what is oh i have a, a very detailed take on it okay go for it <laughs> so it's i i think it's primarily a women thing uh a uh, couple of reasons behind that uh, one being uh, we and you would probably relate with it i think all of most of the women would relate with it that हमें जब किसी से कुछ काम करवाना होता है हम एक बार किसी को एक तरफ देखते हैं एंड देन सोचते हैं यार इसको बहुत समझाना पड़ेगा फक इट मैं खुद ही कर लेती हूँ माई गॉड यस एंड देर इज इट्स इट्स नॉट लाइक वी आर वी आर नॉट वी आर नॉट बींग मार्टर्स यूर ओके नॉट अ मार्टर आई एम नॉट सेंग कि मैं मदर इंडिया मैं दुनिया का बोझ अपने सर पर उठा के मैं अपना सारा काम कर लूँगी नो इट्स इज लाइक दैट्स वे मोर एफर्ट दैन डूइंग इट योर सेल्फ so there is that angle to it so most of the times it's because of that uh chalo let's say you have a person whom you can delegate very nicely or you can seek help in some kind of opinions or you know when you're discussing certain issues of your business or saying pick up a call on your friend and say you know just talk to me today because i'm just not in the right state of mind and that's that's also help you seek sometimes and sometimes you fail to seek that help 
आई थिंक वो हम मोस्टली नहीं कर पाते बिकॉज हमें लगता है ये ये तो मेरा प्रॉब्लम है ना ये दूसरे का प्रॉब्लम थोड़ी है एक दिन जब तुम फटोगे लोगों को समझ ही नहीं आएगा कि क्या हो गया इसके साथ अरे पागल हो गई आउटबर्स्ट हो गया इसका ओ माय गॉड बताया था ना व्हाई डिड यू टेक ऑन दिस इनिशिएटिव इफ यू कुडंट हैंडल इट व्हिच इज या सो आई थिंक इट्स 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 इंपेरेटिव दैट वी आस्क एंड सीक हेल्प डेलीगेशन इज आई थिंक वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट यस आई अंडरस्टैंड फॉर अ वेरी लॉन्ग टाइम यू विल नॉट इवन हैव मनी टू डेलीगेट ओके यू विल नॉट हैव अ टीम यू विल नॉट हैव people working under you maybe your uh, like how my husband he has a full time job right so i think the only help that he can give me is saying babe i'm there for you sometimes that sometimes it works sometimes you're like i need more please help me more but but i'm grateful that he's giving me that okay then there is a friend who would say hey you know what chill coffee pe milte chill let's discuss the feedback yeah that's the help that i'm looking for and for a very long time and i'm not even going to shy away from this because this happens with all of us right i have i've been very defensive uh to people suggesting some changes in my organization or changes in some product I'm like hey you don't know this okay it's my and i'm a single child so it comes from that single child syndrome also that you know i understand my thing the best but it's not true it's not true sometimes you need a third eye sometimes you need a different perspective so seeking help is very important it could be emotional it could be something related to a service that you use to create your product or just a word of mouth just talk to people and your friends if you have 10 friends just tell them ki yaar hey let's talk about green na yeah on this particular platform yeah and so okay so bahut sari help hoti hai jo hum nahi mangte but mangni chahiye I agree but number I I would say that is a very big you know challenge in from from like a macro perspective if I had to look at it for sure and what would you say like you know in terms of risk appetite like you know of course entrepreneur means you have to have of course thoda to you have to have that risk appetite but do you think that since you started now you 3 years you know in the business do you think your risk appetite has gone from a from here to here or oh definitely definitely increase because also what happens is when you're starting when when is that ground zero right tab tumhare liye wo karna hi apne aap mein ek bahut bada risk hota hai to uske upar to tum soch nahi sakte zyada and because i as i mentioned i'm like literally putting money from my pocket so it's it's uh, a lot of you, you just don't realize what is happening like okay i'm not shopping anymore but there's no money where is that money okay so that that ground zero mein risk appetite bahut kam hota hai uh but as in when you see the love and the support that is coming from your consumers i think that fuels us up yeah you know i mean every day one order also if it if 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 my shopify account just chimes in yeah. it's just like oh somebody wants us you know and that kind of gives you the the risk taking ability it keeps increasing you have to definitely be uh, mindful of how much and what kind of risks you are taking it always has to be calculated even if they are 
ब्रॉडली कैलकुलेटेड बट दे हैव टू बी कैलकुलेट यू के नॉट वन डे डिसाइड कि आज मैं दस लाख रुपए डाल दूंगा या मैं आज आज मैंने आज मैं शार्क टैंक पे जाऊंगा यू कैन डू दैट यू हैव टू हैव स्ट्रक्चर यू हैव टू आई थिंक द वन ऑफ द मोस्ट बिगेस्ट मिस्टेक्स पीपल डू इज नॉट वर्किंग इन अ स्ट्रक्चर्ड वे स्मॉल बिजनेस जनरली स्टार्ट आउट ऑफ के राइट बट द सूनर यू विल पुट स्ट्रक्चर टू दैम द ईजियर योर लाइफ वुड बी the faster your growth would be i agree yeah i mean i think lot of startups can from the startups that i've spoken to also and myself it is so chaotic so there is like on one hand you're like you know trying to process operationally okay orders are coming i have to fulfill are you a structure bhi chahiye oh my god oh my god it's just that constant cycle of oh my god yeah how do how do i manage both so yeah but when you do get that time to yeah. uh, you know sit back take a step and like assess is when you can actually you know like you might even be able to double your sales if you take that step back and analyze you know so because hum nahi kar pate hame lagta hum chalti gaadi ko kaise theek kare right so that's okay take a pause ek mahine tumhara koi product nahi bikega ya ek mahine content nahi jayega bahar uh versus you taking that 30 days and sorting your two years yeah it's imagine huge. it's huge so um you know i just wanted to know a little bit about where is batian ko like present right now you say yeah i think you mentioned you of course in bombay to now you're you're delivering pan india but are you also available in like retail locations and how has that experience been of being in a you know in different retail stores so uh to answer your first question we are present online presence is pan india uh physical presence is goa uh pune and navi mumbai so uh, and obviously we are trying and hoping to expand it to as many uh, more cities as possible like i would love to be in hyderabad and bangalore we get a lot of orders from uh, assam west bengal karnataka so i would love to kind of cover everything yeah. that's an entrepreneur's ambition uh, but uh, yeah so we are present in these cities uh, and to answer your second question the experience has been nice okay. it has been rewarding uh, we we started our goa retail in so we first first uh, in goa uh, we started out with a uh, couple of pop-ups here and there yeah. then we moved on to uh, some retail designer retail outlets so like the designer collectives and all of that uh, then we had uh, we, we decided to have our own retail outlet so it's, it's a small little khutka battika store and uh, then we also have a small little uh, setup at w goa so i mean yeah so that and it has been it has been really rewarding because you know more people get to see your product yeah yes a lot of it uh, and this is this is the hard truth of uh, physical retail a lot of it goes in uh, the commission and you know the shelf costs that you pay <clears throat> and this, these are the things nobody wants to talk about right uh but it's the reality of it and most of our margins go in that yeah so that plus shipping is we are sorted we are done yeah. there's no nothing left you're you're praying every day to break even that's it literally every day like aaj aaj kitna bika yaar koi bata do you know it's that um and but i understand it's also a step in the direction of where that uh that money starts pouring back in it will so it's it's a part of the process uh, but overall i would say that the experience has been nice because uh, i get to physically make my uh, products seen 
felt, smelled, and uh, and the right target audience, I assume. Yeah, that's important. Like if if I'm selling a detan scrub, then if you're in Goa, you know you're going to get tanned, right? Uh, so you would pick up a detan scrub. So it's very important to kind of be in a place where your audience is going to be, or your at least your audience is conducive to buy these things. So that me I then gets me to ask you. So Goa was a planned. Oh, Goa is love, Sephra. Okay, Goa is heart and soul. The name of the podcast, Goa is heart and soul. <laughs> I agree to it. Yeah. So and it's so strange. So every every time, every year, if I I would suggest that hey, let's go to Goa. Chalte. My husband like, yar, come on, yar, like. Save amount of money. We could go to Kerala. We could go to Himachal. We could go. I probably spend little less also and come back. Okay, but I was like, but you don't get it. My my soul takes a vacation in Goa. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> I have literally went even when there was no butti, and I and let me tell you this. I was very very against having my own business always. I have never actually. I was a, ne- never pro business. I was always a pro service person. I like pagar aara mera pehli tari. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So even in those days, I was like, "Yar, kuch to zindagi mein na eventually aisa karna hai ki main Goa mein jaake settle ho jaun." And then butti happened, and uh, because of my business partner, uh, we kind of you know kind. So she has a place in Goa. So she's like, you know, agar Goa mein kuch karna hai, so you can. Uh, You have a place to stay. These these small small things really help out a small uh, business owner. Uh, one of my last few questions to you, Faiza, is regarding scalability and your future plans. Uh, specifically targeting, you know, you said that your soap, uh, your products are handmade. They take four weeks, you know, for some of them to dry and to get made. So, how do you scale such a venture? What are your future plans? You you can share something with us. Yeah. So, uh, ah. As much as my vision goes, Sephra, it always has to be handmade. Doesn't have to be my two hands, but it has to be handmade, right? Uh, so that's the that's the zone. That's the zone I'm working in, and I want to do that because the kind of uh, the I mean, look at the population of our country and all of that, right? I want to employ more and more people. I want to make this a larger organization. Yeah, you know, so. uh the the handmade angle will remain the handmade angle. i don't want to become uh, a commercial mass produced yeah like khali khali label me uh, natural and organic nahi chahiye mujhe you know it needs to come from like all the love like uh if you would ever uh, get a chance to see the label uh, behind the whip soap that you bought uh or after all the ingredients it says and the secret ingredient is love because it is each formulation each batch is made with so much care that i don't want to let go of it yes it will uh, slow me down which i'm okay with after all i am promoting slow living yeah. i cannot be i cannot be uh, you know like saying ki nahi mera business jaldi bhagna chahiye but tum slow living karo okay uh, everything takes its own time that's how sustainability is right that's how it works you need to give everything its own pace uh but what it also gives me is i can i can employ a lot more people uh in my organization who can help me fasten up the process if not by the pace of it but at least by the numbers of it sure. right and my cold process soap is the only one that takes 4 weeks rest everything does not take that much of time okay. 
So rest of the SKUs max take two to three days okay. each batch. So and imagine right now we are just working with like team of four. Uh, if we become team of forty, inshallah, someday or team of four hundred, inshallah, someday we will be so much more. Yeah, and so much faster. That's amazing. I think uh, yeah, I think we can wrap this up here because you've answered all our questions. If there's anything you want to discuss, any comments you have. Uh, hats off to you guys for doing this. Uh, I think you know we need more and more uh, platforms which are like just you know just like carefree platforms where people can come and discuss and talk and not be judged. Uh, it's just amazing, and uh, I wish each and every entrepreneur, small business owner, or even a thinker who wants to someday you know own a small business uh, all the very best to you guys uh, and just don't don't get too much in your head and just do it so we have the last section which is the fun section uh, where we're going to do the rapid fire okay where cue some tense music in the background okay this coffee with sephra <laughs> oh please uh, it's a uh, Vegan coffee with <laughs> yeah that that's that's the peak of my creativity I think I I have reached it but okay so back to it uh, one item you don't leave the house without uh, as in like carrying yeah water water okay um, what's your favorite SKU in Patti and Co uh, my whipped soups nice any particular flavor that you love glacial uh, globe lovely okay. Uh, one thing you're tired of listening to as an entrepreneur. Hoga, dire dire hoga. You have to have patience. I don't have patience. Okay. <laughs> one thing you love about being an entrepreneur. Uh, that I, I, I understand there's a lot of pressures and situational things, but I'm still calling the shots, so it's good. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So that's the end of the rapid fire. It was a very small one. Only five questions. Now it's another game that. I'll give you one word. Tell me the word that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay, just one word. You don't. You have three seconds. That Phoebe wala thing. Yes, it is. You can you can think of it to be like that. Okay. Uh, the first word is ethics. Work. Okay. Sustainability. Butty and co. Lovely. Justice. Is eventuality. Three words, but okay, we'll take eventuality. Skin. Imperfect is perfect. Three words again, but we'll take it. It's fine. Love uh, yourself. Green. Green. <laughs> Damn. Let 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 me just clarify. It was not a seeded conversation. Okay, guys. Came right through my heart. It's green, right? I love that. Last word for her. Goa. Love. <laughs> Great. Okay, that brings us to the end of our amazing episode uh, with Faiza. Uh, so thank you so much, Faiza, for being here. Thank you, Sevra. Hope you had a good time. Oh, I loved it thoroughly. Thank you. Great.